Welcome to our weekly three-minute therapy podcast. I'm Dr. Michael Edelstein. I'm a clinical psychologist with an in-person and remote private practice, and I'm author of the book, Three-Minute Therapy, which describes my approach, which I'll describe shortly. I also have a Psychology Today blog where I discuss aspects of psychology and REBT. And REBT stands for Rational Emotive Behavior Therapy, which was a revolutionary approach to therapy when it was devised by Albert Ellis uh, starting in the mid-50s, 1950s. And it's based on the premise that our emotions don't come directly from situations, but rather they come from our thinking about situations. So if I win the lottery and I'm happy, most people would say I'm happy because I won the lottery, but that's not how we work. Uh, the way we work is it's our thinking about winning the lottery. How wonderful I won the lottery. This is great. I'll be able to buy a house and travel around the world. I'll have a fabulous life. So it's that kind of thinking that causes our emotions. And then when we have disturbed emotions, such as anxiety, depression, anger, it comes from a particular type of thinking, and that's thinking in terms of demands. Must should, supposed to's, have to's, demands we put on ourselves, others, or situations. And um, there are two types of evaluative thinking. One is in the form of preferences. I prefer to do well and get approval. I prefer you treat me well. I prefer my life to go well and be hassle-free. And that leads to advantages if I get what I prefer or disadvantages if I don't get what I prefer. And then when, I, when I'm not getting what I prefer, that's a motivation to try to, to improve my life and getting these things where possible. So that's uh, the basic premise of rational emotive behavior therapy. And today uh, I will be discussing love, an REBT approach to love, how REBT looks at love. Now, love is a complicated emotion. It's not uh, unicausal, and there are different kinds of love. There's interpersonal love, and there are different kinds of interpersonal love. Um, there's conjugal love, unconditional love for someone. There's romantic love. So let's uh, look into that a little further. Love is usually an intense feeling of deep affection for a person when it's interpersonal love, or another way to put it is a strong liking. And that comes from a preference. I prefer uh, my, my child and very strongly, and therefore I love my child. Or I prefer my spouse, and therefore I very strongly, and therefore I love him or her. 
Um, now, under that, there's two types of loving a person. One is uh, being uh, in, sometimes called in lovedness, which is obsessive compulsive love. And it often happens at the beginning of a relationship. When you first meet someone and you have a strong preference for them, you could get romantically in love, which to some extent, although very pleasurable, uh, could be unrealistic. So it could be deifying that person, um, thinking this person is absolutely wonderful. There's no one else on the planet like him or her. And that romantic kind of love and deification usually doesn't last more for about two years and tends to um, go into a conjugal type of love with, a sp with someone who is uh, ultimately your spouse or a live-in partner. <clears throat> and that, that is... Uh, um, Un, and that is uh, often unconditional love, where you love the other person unconditionally, even if they act badly, you still love them. And uh, a very clear example of that is if you have a child, especially a young child. Normally, if you have a young child who acts badly, you still would love them. Now, uh, another type of love is the desire to be loved. So that comes from a preference. I prefer you love me. That would be great if you love me because I'm so fond of you. And if you do, that's wonderful. And if you don't, that's too bad. That's unfortunate. But then it gets into emotional disturbance when you escalate that preference into a need. I absolutely need your love. I must have your love. I'm a worthless loser if you don't love me. This proves I'm unlovable. And uh, that is something that you can change since you can change your thinking. And when you have needs, musts, shoulds in that way, one of the main ways to change that is by questioning, challenging, and contradicting your needs. So suppose you have a need such as, I need your love because I love you. It must be reciprocated. So you can ask yourself, what's the evidence? Because I strongly prefer your love, I absolutely need it. What's the evidence? I'm going to die or I'm no good without it. And if you Think about it. There's no evidence you're no good. And one of the main reasons is whether someone loves you or hates you, you're still always an imperfect human who acts imperfectly. You're never a bad person or a loser. You're always an imperfect human. That's all you ever were. That's all you ever are right now. And that's all you ever can be. And once you see that, you get to unconditional self-acceptance, accepting yourself as the imperfect human you are, whether someone loves you or hates you. So that is um, most of what I wanted to say about love. 
and analyzing love. If you have uh, any questions about that, you can uh, put it in the uh, comments below. And uh, if you would like to be a guest on the program, let us know. And you can find my email address and phone number at my website, 3minutetherapy.com. Three is spelled out. And 3 Minute Therapy is also uh, the name of my book. <clears throat> um, if you liked it, give us a thumbs up. Suggest subjects you'd like us to address or questions you have you'd like us to address. Volunteer to come on and be a guest. We've had many guests over the years, and uh, subscribe to this three-minute therapy podcast to stay on the rational side of life.